Welcome to the Chamber Voice of Business Podcast presented by AT&T. I am Steve Cox with the Rogers Lowell Area Chamber of Commerce, and this is a special episode of the Chamber Voice of Business Podcast. This is part of our Hustle and Heels pop-up event series that we have been doing throughout 2019. Hustle and Heels, if you are not aware, is the professional business women's network that is run through the Chamber of Commerce, and we do a variety of topics and, and things that go on throughout the year. Uh, we have luncheons uh, on a quarterly basis as well as in 2019 we added pop-up events the first one we did was a uh, interview and brewery tour with Lacey Bray at Ozark Beer Company in downtown Rogers and this one was done on on site at Onyx Coffee Lab in the 1907 building again in downtown Rogers and Lindsay Young with new marketing did an interview with Elise Jones from Verizon and Lindsay talked about personal branding and how to brand yourself for success. So this is the uh, episode that we recorded on site while that was going on. So this was done with a, a field mic. I'm actually recording on the field mic right now, so there's consistency audio-wise. Uh, but you will hear some background noise and things like that in this episode as it was recorded in an active coffee house uh, here in downtown Rogers. So uh, we hope you enjoy this episode and learn from Lindsay and her expertise in marketing and personal branding. And so this is, again, this is the very special episode of the Chamber Voice of Business podcast presented by AT&T. For a best practice or something that you could um, come and get and lead with and put into practice for you and your business. Um, so real quick, I am going to make some quick notes or share some quick notes with y'all about our upcoming events. Um, so y'all can get your calendar chart for that and then we'll kick off and get started here. Um, okay, so September 10th is our next event. Um, it is our lunch event, just so you know, we do quarterly lunch events um, at NWAC, and um, that's kind of our bread and butter. And then we have these pop-up events um, after hours that we just started doing this year. It's kind of our new addition, um, and everybody really seemed to like it, so we're going to definitely continue that. So September 10th at NWAC, 11 to 1, Lori Malloy is going to be speaking about the balancing act and how to integrate, um, successfully integrate your life. Um, so she's going to be talking all about kind of the balancing act between business and your personal life and what does that look like and how do we do it, the never-ending question that we all want to <laughs> answer to. So she's hopefully going to give us some great answers for that and um, share her wisdom on that. And then our next event after that will be September 16th. So quickly after, it'll be another pop-up event after hours like this. Um, Martha Wanigan um, from the Startup Junkie Foundation is going to be talking about networking. Um, and it'll kind of be a little bit different style instead of coming and networking at the beginning like we did tonight or we typically do, we're actually going to learn from her about networking and then network at the end to put into practice, you know, what you just learned and really, you know, those skills and really work on those. Um, so those are our upcoming events, um, but we're going to get started. So first of all, this is Lindsay Young with New Marketing, um, who is on the Hustle and Hills Committee as well as my dear friend and just an amazing leader in our community. So we're so lucky to have her here and she's gonna tell us all about personal branding today. So Lindsay, if you'll just give us a little introduction and then we'll get rolling with the Q&A. So my name is Lindsay Young and I am the Chief Difference Maker of New Marketing. It's a marketing consulting company that I started five and a half years ago. Um, and part of the reason that I've been successful is because of my personal brand. So um, I did the personal brand uh, presentation for the chamber about a year and a half ago, and I think several of you, Michelle here in the front included, was 
in attendance with that. So we did, I think it was about a two hour workshop about personal branding. So we could be here for two hours, but I know you all have places to go and people to see, so we won't talk about that. But personal branding has been really near and dear to my heart because again, it's been um, a huge component of the success of my career, my business, um, and just me as a person, and I've learned and grown through that. Um, I recently, I say recently, it's not really recent anymore, about two years ago moved to Northwest Arkansas. So I've been building my personal brand here. I moved here from Wichita, Kansas, where I had a very strong personal brand. Um, I could walk into a room and pretty much know everybody. Uh, here I come and I know a few people. And so I'm, you know, practicing a lot of the things that we're going to talk about tonight in terms of personal branding. So um, that's kind of my story about why, I, why I'm an expert, I guess, in personal branding. But hopefully, like Elise said, you'll walk away tonight with some tips and tricks and something that you can implement tomorrow in the workplace. Or if you don't have a workplace, um, just in your life in general. Yeah, awesome. So definitely, we, we kind of discussed that earlier, and we'll get more in depth than that. You know, some people even can kind of have a personal brand within their career and at their job and at their workplace. And I think that my, like to my friends, I have a totally different personal brand. When they think of these, they think all of these different things that aren't necessarily associated with my career. So we were talking about just the importance of personal brand in the workplace, you know, to further your career, but kind of just in life in general. Um, so I think it's definitely a topic that everybody can relate to. Um, so just so you know how we're going to kind of do this, um, we kind of cultivated a list of questions um, that I think will hopefully cover a lot of the different things that personal branding entails. And then after that, we definitely are going to have a little bit of time for questions from y'all. We obviously, you know, want you to get out of this, you know, what you want and your questions answered. So we'll definitely have a little time for that as well. So we're going to go ahead and get rolling. Um, so my first question, Lindsay, why is personal branding so important? Well, personal branding is important because it builds your credibility and who you are as a person. We're all unique, just like, you know, you think of a brand, so you think of a logo, um, which is a part of a brand. Um, being a marketing person, you know, when somebody says, oh, we need a new logo. Well, your logo is your culture. So as you as a person, it's your beliefs, it's your core value, it's what, your, what is your mission statement, what is your personal um, mission statement for you as your, for your personal brand. So it's really about building credibility. It's also about being consistent with what you do and what you say. Um, I'm a big believer of practice what you preach, and if I tell you to do something, I better be doing it. Because if I'm telling you and doing something else, that's, you know, I mean, you, if you have kids, I don't have kids, but I know this with my nieces and nephews, if I tell them to do one thing and I do something else, they're gonna do what I do, not what I say. So I'm a big believer of consistency with personal branding and building that cred credibility. And it's gonna help you both personally and professionally. As you build your as you build your personal brand. Okay, awesome. So, um, how does one create a personal brand? It's something that we all want to talk about. Where does it come from? Where do we start? How do you create it? It takes time. It's a lot of investment with time. Like I said, I've been here two years and I'm still building my personal brand here. Um, so it's not going to happen overnight. The other thing you have to remember too is that you can it can take years to build up your personal brand and it can take minutes for it to diminish too. So most of you probably know like the Charlie Sheen story or Lindsay Lohan story where, you know, they built years, you know, it took them years to get to where they're at or where they were at and now look at them. So, um, 
you've, you've got to think about that. It's no different than building trust. So that's a piece of personal branding is that trust. Um, and I'm going to say this a lot tonight is consistency. That is the biggest piece. Um, keeping your promises, um, being true to who you are. I'm not saying you should be somebody that you shouldn't because you should not. You should be genuine in who you are. Um, early in my career, I was 23, I think. I was probably Elise's age. Um, I are. Okay, okay, sorry. So anyway, I've been with this uh, construction firm for about three months, and the CEO was about 70, and my office was just down the hallway from his. And I was on the phone doing business development, calling architects, finding out what projects were going on, and I kind of have a loud voice, my voice carries. He comes in my office and slams the door, and I'm still on the phone with this architect. Luckily, he, the architect didn't say anything. So I get done with the phone call, and I walk down, down, the office, down to his office, and I go, um, what, what's going on? Why'd you slam my door? He goes, I can hear you all the way down the hallway and everything you said. I said, well, isn't that why you hired me? It was like to call people and talk to people. So that's just something I know about myself is that my voice carries. So that's just my brand. Like, it, usually people don't have to say, huh, what did you say? I can't hear you. That's not typically a problem for me. So I think that's, Anyway, that's kind of a personal anecdote, but yeah. Okay, so moving on, how do you market yourself to stand out in your position or your career? So you have your personal brand, we all have personal brands. What can you do to kind of differentiate yourself or stand out or kind of add something or utilize that personal brand for your career? Make connections, networking. Um, that's our next pop-up event, which is kind of a good prelude to that. But networking is going to help you in so many ways. Um, so that's one thing, even within your position, within what you're doing, network. If your employer does not give you that opportunity to network in your community, find ways, um, you know, outside working hours or over lunch, take time to do that. Because by building your personal network, that's going to build your personal brand. Um, do things that aren't on your job description. And when I say that, I don't mean make cookies or clean the kitchen or empty the dishwasher. Do things that are for your talent and your skill set. So I'm going to give you an example. Um, the last company I worked for, I was their first marketing director. They've been in business for 30 years. Um, when I took the job, I said, if I take this job, we're doing a business strategic plan within the first six months of me being here or I'm quitting. He said, okay. So about three months into my employment, he calls me in and he says, okay, get this strategic planning stuff set up. I said, okay. So by bringing ideas and being, I don't want to say assertive, there we go, not aggressive, assertive with what you can bring to the table, leaders are, your leadership, your managers are going to see that. And they appreciate that. So do things that are not on your job description. So if you're in marketing and you see a better way to maybe do something like um, in accounting, now granted you're not an accountant, Bring those ideas to your leadership team. Bring those ideas to the team, because that's what's going to elevate you in your career and, and your position. Yeah, I think that's a great tip. I think so often we get comfortable in what our job title is. It's um, something that someone told me one time. You know, they're like, that, that's your title, and that's what you need to do, but you can do more than that. And so I think that that you know, is a great prelude to that as well. Yeah. Okay. okay, I'm going to add, Go I want to add on to that, because you made me, made me think of something. 
So dress for the part that you want, not for the part that you have, which kind of goes to the title thing. So as you can see, I am dressed in pink. Oh, yes. I have pink shoes, I have pink jacket, I have pink iPad. This is my brand. If I show up to something like this and I don't have pink on, it freaks people out. I'm not even kidding. I went to a chamber event one time and I had like a kind of the color of Stephanie shirt, like a royal blue jacket, which I, I mean, I think I look good in blue, but people came up and said, are you okay? Are you not feeling well? We have blue on, I hardly recognized you. So that's, you know, dress for the part that you want. I mean, I would, that was one thing I will say that my mother taught me was you dress up, you just dress up. So dress for one above where you're going. I know that sounds, you know, and I love, trust me, I love being in my yoga clothes. Like I would love to be sitting up here in my yoga pants and like a tank top because it's hotter than crap in here. But I'm not. This is what this is what I showed up in. And had I shown up in yoga pants, you're like, are we doing yoga or what's going on? Like, I thought she was gonna talk about personal branding. For sure. So dress for the part that you want, not for the part you have. Awesome. What personal branding pitfalls, if any, should I be aware of? Wow, I, that was like where the dressing part. That that's huge. Um, don't be on your phone all the time. If any of you are familiar with Simon Sinek, he's got a great, like, it's like a three or four minute um, video. It's been on LinkedIn, it's been on probably on every social media networking platform, but if you just Google Simon Sinek phone, it will come up. And that's a big piece of, I think, of your personal brain is being on your phone all the time. We need to make connections with each other. People do business with people. People want to be friends with people. We like that connection, and that's huge. And the more connections you can make, true connections, that's going to build your personal brand, is making those connections. And then helping connect other people. Um, that's another thing that I think is really important for your personal brand, is helping your network with, you know, connect your network with each other. Who in your network should know each other? Think about that. It's always not just what's in it for me, but how can I help them? How can I connect my network with one another? Okay, awesome. Moving on, just some generic tips and tricks on the personal branding. Be unique. Make eye contact. Be genuine in your discussion. When you meet somebody, shake their hand. I mean, we could go through like, I think there's like 12 different awful ways to shake hands and we could all sit here and laugh about them, you know, the dead fish and the princess hand and, you know, things like that. But shaking hands is a big thing and looking people in the eye. Um, I'm going to tell a super personal story because that's just fun. So um, my mother-in-law is about three years widowed and we got the honor, I guess, of meeting her new boyfriend. When I met him and he shook my hand, I saw the top of his head. When he went to shake my hand, this is how he shook my hand. Do you know what kind of first impression that gave me? First impressions matter. It takes you seven times to overcome a bad first impression, and I'm pretty sure you're probably not gonna give somebody seven more times to make up for that bad first impression. Now, if you have to work with them, or you're on a committee or a nonprofit or something like that, you know, you might, they might have the opportunity, but if you meet them in a setting like this and you're like, oh man, that lady is nuts. You're probably not gonna reach out to her, connect with her, or 
go have coffee with her or lunch with her. So first impressions matter. That's huge. Awesome. All right. I love this question. So I'm super excited to hear your answer. How do you change your personal brand? I think you have to know where you're at and then where you want to go. How you want to change that. I think that's a big piece of it. And that's a lot of self-reflection. And so, and personal branding is a lot about self-reflection self and knowing who you are as a person. Um, there's tons of different resources out there if you don't know like Strength Finders and Disc Profile, Persona Metrics, and I mean, there's, you know, what's the other one? The EM, the, the letter Instagram. one. Oh, boy. No. What's the other one? The letter one. You know, the E-N-G-T-N, you know. Oh, Myers-Briggs. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, there's that. tons of, but that's a big piece of it, too, is knowing who you are and what, you know, what your strengths are now and what do you want to be. So if you do want to change your personal brain, you've got to figure out where you want to go and figure out the steps that it's going to take to be there. Now, it's going to take you a lot longer to change that perception. Now, if you move to a different marketplace, then that makes it obviously easier. But if you're trying to you know, change your personal brand in your current marketplace, it's gonna take a lot more time to change that perception. And one of the, the tricks or tips that I would give to you, and I was actually talking to Leslie about this before, was, well, like, I don't know that I really know what you know, like my personal brand is. I said, well, probably most of us don't. But ask your family, ask some of your closest friends. That's the best way to know. You know ask, and you can just start really easy. What's one word that you would associate with me or think about with me? I mean, there's a lot of other questions you could get, you know, what are my strengths? What are some things that I do well? Um, you know, what are some things I can improve on? Um, what do I do well personally or professionally or depending on who that person is you're asking. But ask your closest friends and family because they're going to be able to tell you. And you do act somewhat differently in the workplace versus at home probably, but there should be a lot of correlation because you really should be the same person at home at work. A consistent person, I think I've drilled that home enough about being consistent, but consistency is, is really important in your personal brand, of whatever, whatever your personal brand is, is being consistent. Awesome, all right, next, another question that I love, being my 24-year-old millennial self, what are your thoughts on digital personal branding? Whoa, don't post anything you don't want your grandmother to see. We don't need every single detail of your life. Again, it should also be consistent with your face-to-face -face brand and your digital brand, it should be the same. Go, if you've not Googled yourself, go Google yourself. Employers and people that are looking at you or wanting, wanting to know, oh, am I going to do business with them? Do I want to connect with them? They're going to go to all those social media platforms and they're going to find you and look and see what you've posted, what you talk about. People um, have become really good stalkers. Like seriously. Yes. You, know, you can find out a lot about somebody before ever meeting them now. Right. Well, on LinkedIn, you can even see when they look at your profile yeah. on LinkedIn if you have it set up that way. And most people do that you can see who's viewed your profile which actually is a really good business development tool, but that's for another time. Um, let me look, because I've got some other thoughts. Um, also, I think it goes back to how you po like post grammarly correctly. I'm not saying that right at all. That was totally That was amazing. That was awful. Let's start over. So yeah, that was, that was a total, so we're talking about challenges and pitfalls. There's a total personal brand, like, Ball. We got that over here. It 
this yeah. is a great example. I'm giving you an example not what not to do. But spelling, I mean, I'm surprised how many people, and this and this is on personal and company pages, how many things are misspelled or the wrong punctuation is used or grammar or you know, pair instead of pair, you know, those kinds of things. So be aware of that. Um, and the consistency of you posting and what you're posting. I think that's that's huge. Um, what pictures you're posting. If you go to any, my personal and my company, it's all consistent. I think I do have a picture of me and my blue blazer on my personal profile picture. But everything else is pretty consistent with what I am, as you know, and if you go to my go to my page, I don't post a lot of stuff about, oh, you know, I'm going to the bathroom and this is what I'm eating today for lunch and this is what I'm eating for dinner and this is what I'm, you know. And that, you know, if that's if that's what you if you're a foodie, that's perfectly fine, but I don't know that most people need to know all of those things all the time. Alright, give us an example of how you go outside your career with your personal brand. I'm actually going to have you answer this question because we were talking about this earlier and I was like, okay, we wrote this question down the last time we met and I don't remember where, where we were going with this or what we wanted and you had a great answer. So I want you to answer the question. Okay, awesome. So um, I work for Verizon um, and I think that within the company, you know, there's a lot of things that people would say about me, but when they hear the name Elise Jones in Verizon, world, there's things that they would say. My friends' answers would probably be totally different. Um, and kind of even just in my community, like outside of my career, I have a blog, and it's elisejones.com if y'all want to go check it out. But it's about life in Northwest Arkansas, and the people and places and foods and awesome things and stores and all of that. That is kind of my personal brand that has nothing to do with my career. But I think that when I, you know, see somebody at Fox Trail and they don't work with me and they think of Elise Jones, they have a personal brand in their head for me that's totally different than my career. You know, it's kind of funny. We spend so much different time between work and your personal life. And a lot of times, you know, sometimes they overlap, but a lot of times they don't. So I think it's kind of just funny how you can have maybe even two personal brands as far as the consistently, consistency of just kind of the morale and qualities and skills are the same, but just different things, you know. My, I'm huge into race, race with your, my grandma passed away of breast cancer, and that's something that my friends or the community, when they see Elise Jones, they associate that with me. Verizon, they don't have any idea about that, you know. So just those different things and way that you can have your personal brand and it be, you know, different depending on who's looking at you. Yeah. But I also think you have an opportunity there to do, I say some cross-selling, but yeah. cross-pollinating because those are great characteristics. Now, those people know her differently or in different ways, but I think she has some opportunities to let those other places know about those things because, like, I didn't know you had a blog and we're, like, friends on Instagram and yeah. Facebook and, like, I would love to read about that stuff because I'm a big, like, support local business because my dad was so local business owner and I'm a local business owner and I just believe that supporting local business is huge. So I would have now I know it's like read you don't read. yeah now I can go read your blog but so I think there's some opportunity there too because core, like as a core that's who you are. Right. It's just you have different interests. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Next what has your personal brand done for you 
what does a what does a or what can or for you has a personal brand led to? Well, I think it's helped me in all of my positions that I've had. Um, I've worked for four different firms since I graduated college and then started my own firm. And so um, because of my personal brand, I was able to um, get those positions um, and because of my networking. And I think networking and personal branding have a very close relationship. Um, they, they really help one another. And so that's a big piece of it. Um, like, I, like I mentioned earlier, I, you know, wear pink, that's my brand. I was working with one of my engineering clients, um, working with their marketing department on a project, and they were talking to one of their engineers. They said, oh yeah, Lindsay's gonna you know, do this project for us. He's like, oh, you mean the pink lady? And she goes, yeah, the pink lady. So, you know, having that, that I've been called a lot worse. So, um, I think that's, that's what my personal brand has done for me. But I think it helps you get the next promotion, get the next job, start a business. I think I have been given opportunities that I wouldn't have otherwise had I not had a personal brand. Um, I did a, I moderated a panel a couple months ago um, for an organization. One of the people in the audience comes up, came up, and she goes, "How do you, how do you get these opportunities?" I go, "Well, for one, I ask. <laughs> I think that's a big piece of it too." But I said, you know, I think I allude that professionalism and the the ability to control a panel, that kind of sounds bad, but, um, and keep the flow of what we were trying to do together. And she was like, that's great. She's like, I need to do that more. I said, yeah, you just have to ask. I think that's the other piece of it too, is just asking. All right. Um, okay. Who are other, some other personal brands that you admire, famous or not? So I have a couple mentors that come to mind and they have great personal brands in terms of the consistency. I can always call them if I have questions about business or life. Um, they've done a great job of just guiding me through my career and encouraging me um, and helping me avoid the pitfalls but letting me learn from my mistakes. Uh, somebody I think famous, some of you may not even know who this is, hopefully most of you know who this is, but Tony Horton, he is the founder of, or the creator of all the P90X, one, two, three. Um, I think he's got a great personal brand. Um, he went through a health scare like two or three years ago and he could have you know, completely given up his nutrition and wellness and fitness and he didn't, he didn't let that combat him and now he's pretty much back to normal, I would say about 90 or 95%, but he has built, built a great personal brand for him and what he's done and helped so many people. So that's somebody I would say famous if you, I think he's famous, like I would think it's cool to meet him. So we'll say he's famous. All right, and our last question is what would other people say is Lindsay's personal brand? I would say that people would say I'm good at connecting others. I'm helpful and I wear a lot of pink. A lot of pink. A lot of pink. Although, I, like I said, I do have other stuff in my closet that's not pink. Yes. Okay. That is all the questions I had. I'd like to open it to the audience. Does anyone have a question? Kayla House in the back of the house. So, how do you feel about commingling? I have two questions. How do you feel about commingling your
Well, they now have a like a profile page that you can set up and you can set all your settings on your personal profile if you want to keep all that stuff. I mean, that's um, well, do you, do you wish you wouldn't have done some of that stuff, or are you okay with it? You're true to it? If you're true to it, then stay true to it, girl. Like I said, I mean, you got to be you. Like, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, I, I was kind of, I'm not really a rule, I mean, I guess I am a rule breaker, more so now than I was when I was younger. Like, I think I, like, went the other way, as weird as that sounds. Do what? Yeah, see, I haven't really been until the last couple of years. But well, and your first question was what? I'm sorry. Uh, like commingling. Commingling them. Right. Well, I think it's about being consistent. So, I mean, I don't. I have, you know, Lindsay Young, my Lindsay Young, and then I have new marketing, but. I'm, they're really one and the same, but I think again it goes back to being true to who you are and what your beliefs are and what you're, you know, who you're trying to market to. In your case, yeah. Any other questions? So, um, one thing that I would say I made a mistake was being motherly at the office. So like doing the dishes and cleaning up after everybody and making cookies and treats and all that stuff. That was something that I wish that somebody would have said, yeah, don't do that stuff. Like, I mean, I like to do, I love to host. Don't get me wrong, like I throw a good party and I like to cook and I, you know, I got some cool serving dishes and all that stuff, but that's not, in my opinion, a place that I, wish I would have done that in, in the office setting. I think that made me look too motherly and too, you know, not professional enough. Now, again, if you are a caterer or do something like that, then obviously that's your job, that's what you should do. <laughs> and then I think just being inconsistent with who you are. I mean, I know I've said that a lot tonight about being consistent, but I think also being inconsistent and not being dependable, you've got to be dependable and keeping your promises. So not keeping your promises. Well, what would you say, Carrie? Well, I think too, if you're trying to be somebody you're not, being, yeah. you don't really believe it. Right. Like if you do something you really believe, it makes the whole thing so much. Yeah. You have to be genuine. Yeah. You have to be who you are and be genuine and you can't be fake. Agreed. Because people can see right through that. Anybody else? who I was and what my company stood for to do work with a company like that. You just say, like, no, not a good fit. I just say, I'm too busy, I don't have time. That's not really an honest answer, but 
I might say that now, but that was like early in my company. I'm a little bit more forward about that now. <laughs> so I think this is might be a silly example, but as far as just the digital world now that we live in, um, I follow this one blogger, Amber Lancaster. She is the girl on the Price is Right that is like, and this is it, and you win this. But she said one time she was doing a QA, and I thought this was really interesting. She said, you know, so often people just think that I'm given free stuff to post about, and they're going to give me this for free, so I post about it. And she was like, what people don't see is all the people that reached out to me or wanted to collaborate or send me something that I literally said, no, thank you. I, that's, I appreciate that, but it didn't align with her brand and who she wanted to be known as Amber Lancaster and what what she thought was cute or cool. It didn't align with that. So you do have to weigh that cost and say, hey, this might be really cool and shiny over here, but you know, when, when that's gone, what am I left with? And often it's your personal brand. So keeping that, you know, true to yourself like you said. Well, and I think the other thing too is had I done work with that company, maybe that, you know, maybe they would have referred me to other companies that do business similarly. And then you just get down that rabbit hole and then how do you get out of it? I think you again it goes back to being consistent in who you are and what you do and communicating what your what your personal brand is to that person. I mean, we all have stereotypes. I mean, I work mainly with architects, engineers, and construction companies, so I'm working with 50 to 70-year-old men most of the time. That's my clientele. And so, you know, I walk in, I'm a young, blonde-headed gal, I'm not as young as I think I am sometimes, but, and have that exact stereotype, like, look, she doesn't know anything, and it's like, um, okay, you wanna, like, let, let's, you know, try me. And, you kind of you it takes a little bit more you have to prove yourself but i think once you do that and you're consistent about it and you show your value and what you're about then i think those stereotypes will go away rachel Because nobody else has pink in construction and architecture and design. I mean, I walk when I leave stuff in people's offices. Like other people go, you were at such and such's office, weren't you? And I'm like, yeah. How'd you know? Well, your pink stuff was all over their desks. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Well, I the differentiator. Yeah. Well, and honestly, the other reason. So the first contractor I worked for, um, I requested. They said well, we're going to order women's shirts, which was like the first time. Usually we just got all the hand-me-down men's shirts that like, you know, have no waistline and make you look 30 pounds heavier than you are. So they were like, okay, we're going we're gonna to order women's shirts. What, here's the list, here's, here's the list of colors you can get. Of course there's pink on there, so what am I going to pick? I'm going to pick pink. They're like, we can't have pink in construction. I said, uh, well, you told me to pick and that was an option, so I'm pretty sure I'm going to win this battle. <laughs> and they go, no, you, you can have purple because they were K-State, but you can't have pink. I was like, no, I want pink. So I argued for probably four weeks. I ended up winning the battle. So that was one thing I think of why I picked pink. But then I think the other thing too is we did a video shoot and I had a pink card hat on 
and I was in parts of the video, and one of the other ladies in the office said, well, we can't, we've got to cut you out of all, all, all of the video. And I said, why? And she says, because you have a pink hard hat on, and that alludes that if you're a woman, you have to wear a pink hard hat. I'm like, are you serious? Like, no, you can, you can wear whatever color hard hat you want. Just wear a hard hat. So I think that was, those were the two, like, probably things in my career of why I picked pink, because I had so much pushback on it early in my career that I was like, well, I'm just going to show you. Stuff like that. Which I love and really respect that because it's so often, you know, hey, I want to prove myself and my non girly girlness, so I'm not going to wear pink, but I love that you do that. You're like embracing it. So that's right. Anybody else? Okay, well, Lindsay, thank you so much. Let's thank give her a round of applause. Amazing. So thank you so much for teaching us all about your personal brand. Um, I will definitely say, you know, just me being Lindsay's friend and just working with her in kind of a business space through Hustle and Hills in the Chamber, she is so consistent. Um, everything that she said here tonight, the next time you see her, she really is the exact same all the time. She's so consistent. Um, she is really true to herself, and we really appreciate that. And I wish, you know, I think we all wish there were more people like that. So I'm so glad we can take those tips and tricks and put them into practice. Real quick before you leave, September 10th, yeah. September 16th, mark your calendars. Um, those will be great events. For sure, feel free to stay and hang um, and mingle and do some of that great networking. And um, hopefully, you'll meet a new friend. And thank you to our sponsors. We couldn't do it without y'all, so we really are so appreciative. Um, so, awesome. We hope to see you all in our next event. Thanks so much for coming out.